Lady Samus is under fire. She sent an emergency directive. Join the fight. Calling all Metroid fans. If you've been dying for a Metroid podcast to listen to on the road to Metroid Prime 4, you're in luck. Introducing the Omega Metroid Podcast, the only weekly Metroid show on the internet. Join Andy Spiteri of the Champions Cast and esports personality Dakota the Rapture Lasky as they explore the world of Metroid and talk Samus, Space Pirates, and Nintendo every Tuesday. Finally, a show for Metroid fans by Metroid fans. Subscribe on Podbean and iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Omega Metroid Pod. See you next mission. Joined by Allison Aletha. Al, how you doing? I had a long, long, long day and a longer week, but I am ready to get into this new footage of Breath of the Wild 2. I still haven't really, like, watched it again since E3, so I'm kind of excited to notice some details that I missed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um... Yeah, you know, I've, I've watched it once, but I, I'm going to be honest, I, I was so caught up in a lot of the Metroid stuff. I was watching all the Treehouse uh, videos and stuff, the interviews with Sakamoto, right. um, that I I really didn't get to go back and watch most of the Breath of the Wild stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, we're going to break down like literally frame by frame today. So if you're, if you're listening to this, um, we encourage you to open up YouTube. We're going to be giving timestamps about when we are like where we are in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, do that, follow along with us and, uh, you know, we should have some fun and, uh, maybe we'll even learn a thing or two, Allison. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but we'll see. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's, uh, before we actually get going here, um, I do have a few things that I wanted to talk about first. Uh, first and foremost, the Legends Cookbook is getting a sequel. So not only do video games get sequels, but I guess cookbooks get sequels as well. Um, I know a bunch of people that have went ahead and purchased the Legends Cookbook. Uh, of course it had an amazing Kickstarter run. So, um, that's exciting for everybody that uh you know that's out there that likes to cook some zelda stuff and and use this book as reference al you have not the legends cookbook but you have the unofficial cookbook that's right right. yeah so i don't have the legends one i would really like it i just haven't really got around to getting it but the legends cookbook is also really really cool it's uh it's definitely very detailed it's very pretty and uh it there are friends um amy uh, and I believe Walter, and Walter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they put a lot of work into it and it's fantastic. So while, while the legends cookbook is also a good addition to your collection, you don't want to miss the unofficial Zelda cookbook either. 
Um, two more things before we get going here, Al. I so I'm gonna throw this out there to anyone else that has maybe encountered this problem. But so last night I went to go get my Switch and uh, I was I was browsing through all of the games that are on sale. Breath of the Wild is on sale, by the way, and the expansion pass is on sale, by the way. Nice. Uh, for anybody out there that's listening to this that is for some reason not played any of that. Um, lots of great Zelda-like titles on sale. Anyways, so I was browsing through uh, the eShop, and I and I found a couple games that I wanted to buy, and I downloaded them. And my Switch would not download these games. It just had um, an error message, and it, it just basically said, uh, error, downloading. So I was like, I must be out of space. Mm-hmm. So I went in and archived some other games or whatever. Uh, came back, still no go. So I ended up uh, going online to Nintendo support and seeing, you know, what we could do, um, issues, blah, 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 blah. And I actually, I still don't really have it figured out what has been going on. But I know that the the common denominator is the Age of Calamity DLC. Every time that, I, the so it's auto-downloading the Age of Calamity DLC because I, I purchased the, uh, you know, I purchased the expense and pass or whatever. And when that starts to download, it stops and fails, and then everything else after it stops as well. So I canceled that download, downloaded everything else that was right as rain. Um, but I don't know what's going on. For whatever reason, my Age of Calamity DLC is just not, like, it's not wanting to download at all. And I don't know if it's because I don't have the cartridge for Age of Calamity in the Switch or whatever, but I wanted to throw that out there to see if there were any other, like, people that, that have encountered this problem. And, uh, and if they had... Hit me up over on Twitter. Let me know what's going on. Has this ever happened to you, Al? Nope. I've never had that problem. I haven't even tried uh, downloading anything um, aside from, you know, like the bonus content that we got. Is that what you were trying to download for Age of Calamity DLC? Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, because it, it was auto-downloading, which I oh. actually, I guess it doesn't make sense because it's not Friday right. yet. So it was just like automatically downloading whatever. Um... But yeah, I, there was just a big error or some kind of big fuffle and, and it didn't work. Weird. I didn't get the uh, the leaked free version <laughs> of the Age of Calamity DLC, so until I figure my life out, I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, to go ahead and, and play that tomorrow hmm. or on Friday. This is a Thursday recording, by the way. This is very unprecedented for the Champions Cast. And we're doing it because we are live on the Champions Cast Switch, by the way. Thank you for everyone for uh, tuning in and hanging out with us in chat. Yes, and... We're doing it uh, as well because we have another show on Sunday, which you have to catch live because we're not going to be releasing it on Monday as we usually do. So you got to come and watch us live. Guess that Zelda tune. That's right. Al, did, you know, I'm, I'm feeling under the weather today. Can you do the whole pitch for this, the whole spiel, the whole, uh, the whole plug? Let me see. I know I'm usually the plug master, <laughs> but... Ugh. Let me see if I can channel Andy Spiteri here. Okay, so Sunday... 4 p.m. Uh, Andy Spiteri time, 3 p.m. Al time, which is PST. Man, I suck at this. But anyways, continuing on, Andy and I are going to take on some of our friends over at Zelda Universe, and we're going to play a game of Guess That Zelda Tune, which we played a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago now, on the show. And Which was a hit, Yeah, everybody way, really liked it. In terms of downloads it. and stuff. And yeah. it's fun to play along. So we're giving the opportunity for you and the audience to play along. We're not going to be paying attention because we don't want to be spoiled and we still want to guess it ourselves. But you guys still have the opportunity to beat us and get points in order to win uh, Champion Cast shirts. 
and swag. Also, signed CDs from Taylor Davis, which is super awesome. And I'm going to be jealous if you win one and I don't. So <laughs> you have to come to that if you want to win prizes and if you want to, you know, see all the shenanigans firsthand because that show's not going to be released for quite some time. Yep. Yep. There you go. Um, all right. One last thing before we get started here. Uh, I had so many people just drag me on Twitter, in Discord, in everywhere you could imagine for me cutting that promo and ranting about um, what the hell is the guy's name from Tekken? Kazuya. Whatever his name is from Tekken. He's the, the guy is like the absolute worst the worst the most bland inclusion into super smash bros ever and i cut a promo on him and and people were people were just taking me to task for it but i don't care i'm gonna double down as a matter of fact let me tell you a story and let me <laughs> let me make a metaphor here allison okay um you're invited to willy wonka's chocolate factory okay you win a golden ticket you're in that factory you can have any piece of candy you want willy comes up to you he says, Allison, you can have anything you want. We, you know what? Well, it, it has to be a fighting game character. We've determined that. But you can have any fighting game character you want in this factory, Willie says. Okay? Big Will shows you around. He shows you the racks. He shows you the, the incredible flavor of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. He also shows you the chill-to-the-bone flavor of Sub-Zero. He shows you Akira from virtual fighter he takes you around he shows you uh god he shows you nightmare from soul Calibur. he's showing you all these guys all these amazing flavors they're just packed in there they're so unique they're so delicious and instead allison you look at him you look at willy wonka and you say you know what i'd actually rather have single soft serve vanilla ice cream and willy says to you are you sure and you're like yes and he says uh, well, do you want any toppings on that at least? And you say, no, this soft serve is gluten-free. Okay. So it's not even very flavorful. It's not even that cold. It's more so room temperature, although it's not slushy enough to be like a, like an enjoyable experience. That is what this Tekken guy is. This Tekken guy is soft serve, gluten-free, room temperature, ice cream. Blech. <laughs> Could have anything you want in that chocolate factory. And you're going with soft serve, room temperature, gluten free ice cream. Ugh. It's like going to a Chinese restaurant or a Mexican restaurant and you get a cheeseburger. Yep. Yeah. Great analogy. <laughs> Great analogy. Um Oh boy. See, yeah, I'm doubling down on that. I, I hate that guy. Uh I don't care what anybody says. Uh it I'm gonna say it. Uh, tell me if you agree with this or not. I think another one more Pokemon character would have even been more hype than this guy. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, I don't have anything against this guy. I'm definitely not as, like, raging against him as you are. But, like, he definitely isn't that exciting. At least not for me. And I'm pretty sure not for a lot of people. And, you know, they could have done better. I just feel like their choices are getting more and more odd. So, yeah, I would, uh, I wanted Tom Nook. I think even that would have been better then Kazuya I almost forgot his name because of you it's your fault I can't remember his name you choose like, not to remember literally his never. name 
No, no, it's just it goes in one ear and and out the other. It's not my fault. It's Kazia's fault. Kazia, there we go. All right, let's get to what we're here for. Let's break down this Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Um, I encourage everybody listening to uh, to get the trailer going on their phone, on their computer, wherever you are. Get this trailer up, sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild E3 2021 trailer. And uh, let's start and let's break it down. Allison, are you ready? I'm ready. I've got my trailer right here on my handy-dandy phone. And I turned my volume down so that you guys don't hear it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, let's press play. Three, two, one, play. We've got the big Nintendo Switch going on there. Yeah. So, um, right away here, uh, let's let's pause. Let's take our first pause break here. Okay. Uh, at about four or five seconds, we can see a ton, a ton of malice just coming up here, and um, this looks, I don't know, it, it, in Breath of the Wild. The, the malice was everywhere, but it didn't look, I don't know, as alive to me as, as it does in this trailer. Um, you know, there are certainly certain parts of, of the game which have, like, malice that is very much moving and alive and whatnot. But this this one looks just really, really, um, God, it looks like Venom or something. Yeah. Like, from Spider-Man. Fair enough. I was just thinking that as I was looking at it that it's very red because in Breath of the Wild and in Age of Calamity, it's more purple, like magenta. And right. and I'm wondering, like, why it's such, like, a deep, deep red this time. Is it because, like, we're so close to the source of it? Is it not as, like, polluted all across the open world of Hyrule? I don't know. But it's definitely, like, a more vivid red color, which I think is interesting. Um, so let's fast forward to six seconds here, and uh, this is a this is a blink, and you could miss it scene here. Mm -hmm. But uh, Link himself actually gets this red malice up his looks like his uh, right. right arm. Yeah. Yeah, looks like his right arm, which which is funny because that's also the same arm that he is holding in the original Breath of the Wild two trailer. Um, but that stuff was green. And, and as you were just saying, this is, like, vibrantly red. So I wonder, I feel like there's got to be some connection between this stuff. This this green, swirly malice and, uh, you know, the regular old red malice that, that we all know and love. But it, this is, um, you know, I feel like obviously this is going to be a big part of this upcoming game. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if the malice is attacking him. Like, hit, that's his dominant hand, so maybe... You know, Link is coming in for a swing or something, and the Malice attacks his hand, maybe, like, really causing damage. And I think the green isn't bad. I think the green is what saves him and what makes it his hand still usable in the game. You know what? That's a that's a great theory, actually, because, you know, as, as we'll see later in this trailer, um, the green stuff looks like it gives Link some abilities here. So yeah. let's, uh, let's keep on going. Um, okay, so we got some more malice. This stuff is just oozing up. Uh, I want you guys to go to, I think that was at 10 seconds. This is a blinker you miss it scene. Yeah. So it's at the start of the 11th second, and we have got, I, does this look like the same corpse Ganondorf to you? Or who we, yes. who we've kind of all been assuming is Ganondorf, but, you know, maybe not. Um, mm -hmm. It looks very similar. He is, he's 
doing some kind of, uh, I don't know, he's falling backwards, and uh, we only get like a split, split second of this guy, so still very mysterious, we're not sure exactly who he is, but uh, obviously he's he's moving and he's up and about, and he is, you know, not it, a corpse in a basement somewhere in Hyrule, so... <laughs> Not a corpse in a basement. That's great. Just the basement of Hyrule Castle. Um, yeah, it definitely is the same corpse guy. He's uh, a little more active than before. I have one criticism about this particular scene with him. Um, from now on, I mean, I've already been calling him Ganondorf, but from now on I will be just because I feel like it's very obvious. I don't like the way he looks in this. His animation is weird, and I don't care for it because... When you look at it compared to the first teaser we got two years ago, it was just so, like, intimidating. This creepy, like, corpse, re-dead-looking dude. And then his head, like, cracks to the side and his eyes bulge open. But in the scene, all he's doing is kind of, like, I know they don't want to give too much away. But he's just, like, lifting his arms and, like, groaning. And he just looks kind of less intimidating than he did two years ago. I don't know if that's just my opinion, but, yeah. Um... I, I mean, like, it, you're not wrong. It's it's just a different, um, it's a different presentation, I guess. Like, I, I think that obviously what we saw in that trailer, you know, two years ago now was the the beginning and, like, the origin, if you will, of this guy and, like, maybe how he reanimates and comes back to life. Whereas now, mm -hmm. you know, he, uh, he, he I, I'm actually not sure that this is, like, a real scene i i could see it kind of being like that that scene that i beat up all the time at twilight princess where like the interlopers are, are doing their thing and Ilya is holding a knife and has no eyeballs and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, i i could see that maybe this scene kind of being similar to that okay fair enough and maybe i'm just being overly critical i just really like the way he looked in the first teaser and i mean he still looks the same it's just i don't know maybe his animation his movement is just throwing me off so i might just right. be be being too critical well let's let's keep the trailer going here um and let's let it roll so we've got some more malice and this stuff is just going absolutely nuts and let's pause it at 17 seconds here maybe even 16 seconds um and we are going 16. to see princess zelda falling into some sort of ravine and i actually i can't tell because it happens so quickly I can't tell if Zelda in this has long hair or short hair. It kind of looks, you know what? She has short hair in here. So yeah. you could maybe assume that this is taking place in the, the opening, if you will, of, of Breath of the Wild 2 in the trailer that we saw, uh, you know, back at E3 2019. Mm -hmm. Not really sure what's going on, but, uh, you know, it, it kind of suggests that maybe something is going on with Zelda and you are going to, in fact, have to... Uh, you know, you're going to have to go and rescue her again, unfortunately, which is which is a shame because I know a lot of people were really hoping that she would be like a companion alongside of you in this game. But we don't see her for the rest of the trailer. Could mean nothing, uh, but could be could, mean everything. You know, could be a big deal here. I yes. have a theory. Some people have already heard it in our first live uh, that we did on Tuesday. So at the end, I'll I'll give my theory again as to what I think is happening here. But for the most part, I kind of feel like, you know how the castle rises and, and they did that in the first teaser and we see that later in the rest of this teaser. I kind of feel like yeah. the castle's rising and maybe she is falling because like the ground gave out from under her or something while the castle's rising. 
So yeah, kinda, I could I could see that. Just kind of SOL at the moment. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, all right, well let's let's keep going here. So Zelda is falling, and she is gone into this chasm. We've got a black screen here that I remember when I was watching this seemed to go on forever. And then mm -hmm. let's pause it at 25 seconds. Does this not just like scream Skyward Sword to you? This right? image of Link falling in the clouds kind of with his arms spread out, his Link or his legs spread out. This, this is like, man, this is so Skyward Sword to me. And I'm, it's such a, it's such a similar shot that I'm like, like is this uh is this intentionally trying to mirror that i know a lot of people have kind of been saying like skyward sword releasing you know by this game isn't a coincidence and whatnot and i'm yeah you know i'm not sure that i believe that or not but it, it really does like strike you with this scene and how similar it is to link falling in the sky yeah my brother uh shad when i told when i showed him this uh trailer he's like he's like huh skyward sword hd is coming out in a month and he became that teacher from The Incredibles where he was like, coincidence, I think not. And uh, I was <laughs> like, I don't know if I believe that. But yeah, that's a funny that's a funny thought that they, you know, are releasing that game. They said a couple of years ago that they had no plans of doing an HD of Skyward Sword. And then here they are. Um, and then we get this scene in the Breath of the Wild 2 teaser. I also think it's interesting that we saw Zelda fall like against her will and then black, and then light, and then we got Link just jumping into the open air and falling, which I think is kind of interesting. I wonder if that's, like, on purpose. So, in, in to kind of counter, I guess, what you said earlier about Zelda falling from the sky, to me, like, Link is clearly falling from the sky in this shot here. Mm -hmm. um, whereas, to me, it looks like Zelda was, like, falling into the depths of the earth or something like that. And, like, when, when the original trailer premiered like obviously they were descending down into yeah, somewhere right um, potentially beneath hyrule castle or, or whatever but i i would suggest that maybe she falls down there and that yeah that's what i meant could be the catalyst for yeah okay yeah like as the castle's starting to rise from the ground because maybe they are under the castle she is falling because the ground is all breaking up not because she fell from the castle that's already in the sky all right, so, well, let's yes. uh, let's press play and let's catch up with Link and uh, his and falling his here. So beautiful hair. <laughs> okay, his arm. Let's stop yeah. here where he at thirty seconds where you're kind of coming level with him. His right arm is yep. all sorts of jacked up, like he's got markings all it, the way yeah. over to his chest and his back. Yep, it's uh, it's all kinds of of like weird shapes, colors. Like his arm is basically black yeah uh, like it but it doesn't look like he's wearing a glove i mean it does look like he's wearing a glove but the rest of his arm is also very dark as well so it looks like it looks like something is uh it looks like something is on his arm and and kind of you know making its way upwards which, which is in line with what we think happens if he gets infected with the malice or, or whatever that green stuff is mm -hmm. um let's also look at uh just the rest of his attire here because them gladiators looks, like, looks like our those yeah, our awesome. man has got on gladiator sandals. <laughs> All the way up to his freaking knees. They're wonderful. I love it. Uh, you gotta like that. And and he's not wearing his champion's tunic either. He's mm -hmm. kinda got it like he's kinda got it over his shoulder. It actually it resembles the one that Mifa wore. I see. Um, I don't even know if that is the 
the it's not the blue it's green so i wonder if it's a different piece at least it looks green i don't to know me. he's and, and then... he's got like some kind of tunic on because we can almost see uh uh <laughs> can almost see link's backside in this <laughs> particular shot that we've paused it on here al yeah uh and and once again the the flow on this guy is just like man his, his hair is just like it's wild no pun intended. No pun intended. I just think pun, he, pun intended. Something's going on with Link here. His arms all jacked up. He probably can't use the Master Sword. Zelda's probably missing. So he takes off his champion's tunic. Doesn't feel like a champion anymore. Whips his hair out of that ponytail, and he's just going all hail mary on everything. Probably pissed off at the world. I don't know. That was probably just a lot of guessing. <laughs> You know, somebody pointed out to me, Al, and I didn't notice it until afterwards when I rewatched the trailer the second time. But we actually we never see Link's face in I this know. trailer. I know. Yeah. You see. I it wonder for if like, there is a reason for that. You see it for like half a second in that you know that first four seconds where you see his arm captured, and you see it again when mm -hmm. he's floating by the Talus Bogoblin camp. But he's also wearing yeah. the champion's tunic in that. So you don't really see his face in this new garb, in this new link. Right. Which kind of makes sense because, like, at the beginning of the game, he looks exactly like... Or I shouldn't say at the beginning of the game. In the first trailer, he looks exactly like the link that we knew from Breath of the Wild. He's got the same hair. He's got the champion's tunic. Uh, whereas, you know... Here, when he is when he's skydiving, he's got a whole different drip going on. So <laughs> a uh, maybe that will come... Maybe that will come into play. Um, all right. Well, we're at 30 seconds right now in the trailer. We, uh, we've we got a minute left to go in this trailer. So let's go ahead and hit play. So Link is falling. And let's let's actually pause it at 32 seconds. And this is a okay. this is an important shot right here because we have, um, we have our first look at some of these islands that are floating above Hyrule. And... They look pretty awesome, and again, it's very, very Skyward Sword-esque. Like, a lot of Skyloft kind of vibes here. Um, even the uh, the sail, it looks like there is... Uh, it looks like there's something, uh, like, attached to the top of the sail that maybe... I don't know, maybe he can... Maybe Link can use it to, like, fly a little bit more through the air, or, or maybe it's a little bit more augmented to, to give him more glide than last time, but looks like there's something up with the sail... And, yeah, that's just a beautiful shot of all these floating islands above Hyrule. Mm -hmm. He's got some different, uh, he's got a different shield than all the shields we see in Breath of the Wild. This mm -hmm. uh, sky region kind of reminds me of Akala with all the trees. It looks kind of like fall-ish, which reminds me of the Akala region. So maybe it's above right. there. I don't know. Um, and his, yeah, his paraglider is different than in Breath of the Wild as well. Um, it looks like there's some kind of, I can't tell if that's a mountain or a building just on the, uh, behind the clouds, behind his paraglider there, but I think it, it's a pretty yeah, big it building some, if that some is. Some kind of structure. Um, we've also got, it looks like a, a Sheikah symbol on his new shield there, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I, and I don't think our man has on the gladiator sandals in this shot either. No, like snow boots or sand boots. It's too bad. It's too bad. Um, what one thing that he does have is a black glove on his hand. It, it doesn't look like the rest of his arm is too dark. Obviously, it's it's kind of hard to see here, but um, yeah, for I think for sure that that hand is going to be a big it's going to be a big feature in this game. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, all right, 
let's press play and let's get to uh, let's get to some other stuff here. So Link is flying. He's flying away. Um, all right, Ooh. I'm gonna press. I'm gonna press pause here at 35 seconds. So he has got the same Sheikah shield on right now, and you can see mm -hmm. numerous islands floating in the sky. Where do you think we are right now? This looks like. Uh, uh, I don't know. This looks like Central High Rule, maybe. It looks a little different. Like the if you look ahead of where, to where he's running, it looks almost like a shrine-ish structure. Which is not something I remember in the game, because most of the stuff that you see in the game is ruins. You know, there's not a lot happening. Mm. It's all pretty beat up. Maybe this is a new structure. The rocks look different, like kind of bizarre and oddly straight. So I don't know if that's part of a building there. Um, I am all about these uh, these sunshots with like this like glorious mm. glow. In uh, you know, if anybody's seen me stream this game a million hours. Um, you know that I literally snapshot every time I see some kind of sunset or sunrise. I'm one of those Instagram bees who does that. So um, <laughs> I love this shot. It's so pretty. The colors are wonderful. He's got the same outfit going on as when he was gliding at nighttime. So I'm kind of wondering if this is the same area. Um, I've, I've got an important yeah. question to ask you since you just brought up Instagram. Okay. Are you one of those people that, like, takes pictures of their food before you eat it? It depends. Like, if it's something really special. Oh, man. I um, I think that's so strange. I think that's so weird. Well, when I was in Korea, I was like, when am I ever going to be in Korea again? Let me take some pictures of this awesome food I'm eating. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that I can go back and remember the awesome food I ate in Korea. <laughs> so, I it really depends. If it's something really awesome, like if I go to Disney World and I get some kind of bomb-a freaking butterbeer or whatever at Harry Potter World or whatever it's called, then I'm going to take a picture of it and post it on Instagram. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's that's a serial killer move for sure. <laughs> if you're taking pictures of your food before you're eating it, uh, yeah, that's anyway. Let's get back to this trailer here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're at 35 seconds. Uh, let's let's go ahead and, and hit play. So Link is running. Oh my God! Let's uh, let's go back. Yeah. I actually missed my cue. I missed my cue. So this 36 guy. seconds, maybe even 30. Seven. So 36 seconds. Pause it at 37 seconds. Here we go. What the heck is this? What I is this, this thing right here? You know this what he is looks awesome. like? Um, I'm thinking Majora's Mask. Uh, I think it's the stone tower temple or whatever. And you're like crossing bridges. And you got this guy with an eyeball. And he's got like these weird arms. I don't know what he's called. But this is what it's reminding me of. He just looks like a stone robot of that thing. Uh, so Nico, shout out to you Nico, says that his shield uh, kind of looks like Igor's. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, This okay. is, so, it looks like, I wonder if this is, like, a new kind of, like, Sky Guardian, perhaps. So, obviously, it's not the same Guardian technology. And there's mm -hmm. that, that symbol that's right in the center here. And I'm not sure exactly Ooh. what that is. But oh, the the wait. arms also almost look like Sheikah. Um, go ahead, Al. What are you trying okay. to say? As his head is coming down, as I'm, I'm paused and looking at it, the green stuff, the green glowy stuff, is, like, connecting the head to the body. Okay, so okay. maybe it's the same technology or whatever as the hand glowy thingy. 
I, I'm using very so, professional technical words here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if you agree with this. So everybody, okay. we're pause at 37 seconds, okay? Does this kind of look like a frog to you? Kind of. Like like a Sheikah frog, like the toad that Impy uses? Because you've got like, you've got the face with the two eyes, and then you've got like the ribbit little white on the bottom. And then on the sides, um, you have little Sheikah earrings that, that kind of look like, I don't know. I thought that maybe they were hands, but uh, I think that the hands are just on the bottom. Um, and it's kind of got, like, the, the white things at the top that look like, almost like the little buns that, that Impa and um, uh, Paya, or Paya and stuff have. So, yeah, I, I, I think that this is maybe Sheikah in origin, because those, the necklaces, or not the necklace, the earrings, rather, they look like... Uh, they kind of look like the Sheikah symbol as well. I don't know if I'm reaching here, but I, I think that I could see that. I don't know. He definitely got, he looks like he's got a little frog mouth. The white things on the side, for some reason, make me think Skyward Sword, like um, uh, Fire Sanctuary, like some of the pillars on that dungeon. So it's just giving mm -hmm. me different, different game designs. Also, I'm seeing, I'm looking at the structure in the back, the the shrine-like structures that I was talking about, this is totally different than Hyrule. So this is definitely up in the sky. And yeah, I, I feel like I feel like there's a whole other culture up here than just the Sheikah and stuff that we know. Maybe it's like a Sheikah that right. branched off and went up into the sky. I don't know. And like evolved. Who knows? But it's definitely different than what we've seen before. I think that this frog guy is our friend, actually. Uh, you know what? Looking at him, I don't I don't think a frog could be an enemy, so I think that he's going to be a friend. I mean, okay. So there we go. Uh, let's <laughs> let's press play here, Al. Um, let's and let's pause it right at forty seconds. So lots of different stuff to unpack here. We got uh, we got some cool kind of stacked on enemies here we've got a bokoblin camp on top of a stone talus that is rising from the ground these bokoblins have like unicorn horns on their head what's up with that yeah i think it's because uh they've aged so i think there's some time in between the games for sure because if you think about it they have the little horns in breath of the wild but if you give them a couple years maybe their horns grow like deer you know what i mean so i think it's just showing that they're older vocal blends than what we know and they're getting smarter like setting up shop on top of a talus um i also noticed oh, okay. that link okay. was link was floating by he was in his champion's tunic he his hair was up and his hand was fine so i feel like this is pre all the stuff going down the stuff that happens yeah yeah you're you're totally right you're totally right i skipped past that uh, we definitely, yeah, we definitely have the champion's tunic on, and the paraglider doesn't have those two little, I don't even know what you'd call them, uh, spires or things or whatever on them that, that we saw when he was floating in the sky. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know what, actually, one thing Nico again has just said, that it looks like the uh, the toad dude, or the frog guy, could be connected to the ancient robots from Skyward Sword. I love Maybe. that. Maybe. Yeah, I love that. for sure. I hope it's true. Um, okay, well, let's keep going here. And let's go to, let's Ooh. pause it right at 43 seconds. Yeah. This is, this is the money shot, I think, of the whole trailer. Um, so Link is definitely got something going on with his arm. This is definitely 
what we saw in the first trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. It looks like he's shirtless, and it looks like he is um, perhaps not in the Shrine of Resurrection, but he is... It definitely looks like when this absorbs, when this green malice absorbs its way onto Link's arm, it takes Link out because he's shirtless and you can see the damage and the green up on Link's skin. So this is definitely going to be a big, uh, a big feature of the game. And maybe this is where the champion's tunic gets destroyed. I don't know. Um, I, I definitely don't think he's in a Sheikah structure at all. The language on the floor is totally different. I have no idea what it is. I'm sure people have analyzed it already. Um, I think, yeah, he must have been attacked by the Malice, and this is where the green stuff is um, saving his hand for, in some way. I don't know. But you can definitely tell that it's covering up damage. His hand looks super swollen and jacked up, and he's probably unconscious because he's, like, laying on the floor. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where he is, but it's definitely not Sheikah, I don't think. Some kind of, of weird energy is for sure pulsating. And, like, maybe you're right. Maybe the green stuff is counteracting the the red malice. Or maybe it transforms or something. Because, like, we definitely, in this trailer, we saw the red malice creep its way up onto Link's arm. Yeah. But in the first trailer, then we saw Link's hand go green. And we saw, of course, all the green stuff, uh, you know, swirling around who we think is Ganondorf's tomb or crypt. So... Man, I, uh, I, I just want to know. I just want to know what the hook of this game is. Like, what's going on here? But <laughs> right. Let's, uh, let's continue here. So we're at forty-three seconds, and we're gonna press play. And uh, let's go. Okay, so this is the shot that a lot of people are talking about. So forty-five seconds to about forty-six seconds. Link is using some kind of jacked-up version of stasis. So let's actually let's start at forty-four seconds here and pause it, Al, because. We uh, we can see Link using stasis, but he's actually using his arm. It doesn't look like he's using um, anything else. The so slate. he, he mm -hmm. yeah, and it looks you know it looks like he's in the champion's also, tunic actually. It's, yeah, he's in the champion's tunic. His hair is up, so you know maybe that shot we saw of him gliding by the Bogoblin camp earlier could still be. Uh, before or after it really is hard to tell now that we've seen this shot so yeah yeah it's interesting the uh the stasis he uses his hand for sure so i was super happy when i saw that because like we were talking about in last week's episode um it confirmed the theory that his hand is going to have like you know uh sheikah slate like powers if not more and mm -hmm. um this stasis usually the stasis like stops the thing that you're stasising but like no, this stops it, everything. It no, I'm watching it now, and the Moblin and Bokoblin are still moving. It just it just makes the whole screen black for some reason. I'm not sure why. So he, uh, yeah. So Link has stopped it, it and he's got the uh, the spikes going here, and it, and it almost looks like the time shift stones from Skyward Sword. The way that that screen kind of goes black or gray, yeah. rather. I'm. I think it multiplies the item that it's freezing because if you do like a frame by frame. There's only one spike ball, but as soon as he stasises it, that was weird. How that was odd to say stasises it. it, it. Anyways, <laughs> um, it multiplies behind it. There aren't multiples. It just makes yeah, yeah. Multiples. You're right. 
Yeah, you're totally right. Cause yeah, there is like a line of uh, of spike balls there where there was there was not before. So obviously, um, oh, some different kind of augmentations. Yeah, Nico is saying that uh, the Moblin is wearing. He's wearing a helmet. He's literally wearing a spike helmet. That's wonderful. I love it. Let's see, we gotta see this guy. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, there you go. Um, okay, well, so let's let's just watch that one more time in, in all of its glory. This only lasts like three seconds, but man, this looks just like super cool, this this whole stasis thing. So 44 seconds, uh, and now let's pause it at 47 seconds, and Link is, is fighting something. We don't know what this thing is, but it looks like, uh, it looks like, dare I say, like a dungeon boss. Like the kind of dungeon boss that we Maybe. would typically see in in Zelda games, um, and he's using uh, yeah. some kind of some kind of fire blowing thing there. It's got like some kind of flamethrower. What's up with that, El? I don't know, but I'm paused at a good point where this thing is like coming out of the wall of wherever Link is, and it's like it kind of looks like a worm. Or like a kraken type thing with its mouth and its maw open, but it has a, it definitely has a weakness inside. Like this ball, it's weird. But the the flamethrower thing is with his non-dominant hand, so that's kind of interesting. And it looks like some kind of lion or dog statue thing, and it's flame. It's like shooting out flames, and you're using it against the worm. So yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but it looks like a cool new item. So maybe items are making a return, like uh, special items that you need for certain things, you know? So that would be pretty cool. I would dig that, especially if they were new. And this worm thing is creepy. That's that's all I know. Well, I, I mean... Oh, I paused it. I think that... I paused it. Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, like, I think that um, it, it's natural to assume that the weapon system from Breath of the Wild is more or less going to carry forward here, but it's also natural to assume that there's going to be more weapons. In my opinion, um, all like the elemental rods and stuff like that from Breath of the Wild were like pretty weak. They weren't really well done, comparatively speaking, to like some of the other weapons and stuff that you could get. So it is nice to have like, you know, and, and I could totally just see it where like you can pick up something that shoots flames. You could pick up something that shoots like lightning bolts or. or frost or whatever so i i could just see this maybe being like a regular joe schmo item that you do pick up and have in your inventory but the thing that excites me a little bit more here is you know just this this tendril looking thing and like maybe it's nothing um it's probably just a, a run-of-the-mill enemy but maybe uh i don't know maybe maybe it's like a, a boss as well uh which would be really exciting to see yeah for sure i think some people in the chat are saying it's a dragon like major or master uh, and, um, West. uh, sorry if I butchered your name, but they're saying it looks like a dragon, which is fair, it totally does, but I pause it at a point where the worm is, like, on fire and is writhing, but Link has his arm up, uh, like, straight up in the air, and the inside of the dragon, uh, flamethrower thing is glowing green. Uh, so, once again, maybe it's technology that's connected to what's going on with Link's arm, What's sealing Ganondorf? What's up in the sky? There you go. Let's let's keep going here and get ready to pause almost immediately again. Um, so let's pause it at what's the better shot here? Let's say fifty. Let's say forty nine seconds here. So pause it at forty nine seconds, 
and we are seeing what almost looks it, it almost is reminiscent of the um the spirit orbs that you would get from the shrines uh in the way that they kind of like bloop up from from water or something like that um so we've got the spirit orbs and it looks like that's like the green energy stuff and if we're if we're playing off that and go forward to to 50 seconds here we could see link using guy like what what i would describe as like a reverse rivaldi's gale or something like that to to get to oh. a platform up here or maybe it's just like a like, teleportation like from the ground to the sky i'm not sure yeah yeah it is um i think that's exactly what it is you find a point that you can teleport up to the sky from the ground and if you look at the structure so link he comes up through the bottom of the ground he pops up shakes his head all that kind of crazy stuff happens but mm -hmm. if you pause at 54 seconds and you look at the structure, again, it looks like that shrine kind of thing. But there's some, like, pillars that have those same white cones, uh, like, scaled cones that the that our frog dude from earlier in the trailer had on his head. So mm -hmm. just more architecture that belongs to this civilization that's up in the sky. Um, I'm trying to look out into the world, and I'm only seeing a few platforms in the sky so far a bunch of them have these little structures that look like shrines so i'm hoping that they're just showing you know a small region um so that they're not you know revealing how much is actually up there but so far right. this looks kind of kind of small well I, I, I mean to be fair like purpose. they they only revealed the great plateau in the original breath of the wild reveals which is, you know, a fraction of Hyrule. So I, I'm not necessarily concerned with that. Um, I'm, I'm paused at 52 seconds and just kind of overlooking the land. Tons of clouds, tons of um, floating platforms here, trees, obviously. And Link is, like, literally half through the, the ground, and he's just, like, hanging out there. It looks kind of funny. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I think now that we've cracked that, I, I bet you that that is teleportation rather than like an ability that yeah. link has makes sense i think that that's yeah okay uh let's keep going we're at 52 seconds let's press play and uh link is popping up through the ground and here we go the castle hyrule castle is uh let's pause it at 102 falling apart um, the malice is just going absolutely berserk and uh you know what? i'm actually just gonna let it run because the, i feel like the shot just plays throughout the whole thing basically uh so hyrule castle is obviously floating in the sky and i feel like it's pretty safe to say that that is so yeah i feel like it's going to be uh obviously hyrule castle is going to be up in the sky instead of like you know where where it was in breath of the wild and i and i feel like i guess in retrospect when we saw hyrule castle rising in the original trailer um you know obviously the new hook for this game is that you are going to be able to travel into the sky so i feel like hyrule castle is going to be up there throughout the whole game which kind of begs the question what's below hyrule castle yeah very true um this is a uh, the part where the castle is kind of falling apart too i have my music turned down but i remember it so vividly it's the same sound as the first teaser where you're seeing the malice and you're coming up on the corpse of ganondorf and um yeah. It's very creepy and edgy and weird and different from the Breath of the Wild music that we know. So I feel like 
we might still have like some ambiance music, but I feel like we're gonna start having some more themes again. And this is definitely like the creepy Ganondorf theme that we're gonna get. And then moving on from that, when the castle's in the sky, you got that big money shot of the sun setting. Um, it looks like Hyrule is still pretty ruinous, so I don't know how much they've been rebuilding or whatever. But you get that really, really sad note of uh, Zelda's lullaby. And Zelda's lullaby. I feel yeah. like that's foreboding as all heck. My theory, as I said at the beginning of this episode, um, is that Zelda falls and she dies. I know that's not very positive, but like, what? How else do you explain her falling and then the, and the trailer ending with this really, really sad, like, depiction of Zelda's lullaby? You know. I I just no I I I don't see Zelda dying in a Zelda game. Like I just don't like that's that would be like uh, Link dying in a Zelda game, which apparently happened in Ocarina of Time actually, but it didn't happen when I played it by God. Um, <laughs> So I, I don't think so. I do I well, do think that something happens to Zelda, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm but not yeah, saying so that I mean, the death could be permanent. I'm just saying that it's possible. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I, I could believe that she gets trapped somewhere in some kind of weird labyrinth or something. But, um, yeah, the, the trailer spent... So we're basically at the end of the trailer here. Let's start at, like, one one eleven. And it basically just ends on Hyrule Castle floating into the sky versus uh, versus a sunset and that sad version of Zelda's lullaby going on here. Um, this looks like this looks like again the the start of the game, perhaps because mm -hmm. if you look around, there is nothing else in the sky. We're obviously looking overlooking Central Hyrule. Um, nothing else in the sky. No other clouds or anything like that that we've seen, and. Uh, I don't know. This this looks like maybe what happens is the the castle rises up and releases whatever it was the was hiding under the castle and that's maybe where all the I don't know, maybe where the new sky people come from or we don't I mean we don't even know if there's any people in the sky, but we do know that there was people in the sky at one point. So um yeah, and then I guess let's just finish off the trailer here, Al. It ends with uh 2022. So take it take your best guess. Do you think that this do you think that this is going to be like the big holiday game in 2022? Cuz it kind of seems that way to me. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. Um especially um when I saw I think an interview or something on Twitter. I briefly saw it and they were talking about how they were going to be showing footage over the next few months over the next year or so like they specifically yeah. said year or so so i'm thinking that you know we're not going to see anything for another several months in my opinion and the next big thing is going to be e3 next year and they're going to announce that it's coming out for holiday 2022 yeah I, I mean i'm hoping that we see some kind of nintendo direct with some more information but i i do think it's probably likely that we're not really getting the curtain pulled back until next year at e3 uh which god that feels mm -hmm. so far away at this point but there we go um one thing that it's i did want to bring years. up yeah one thing i wanted to bring up here is that we still don't know 
what this game is called. And apparently, Allison, there is a reason for that. Because uh, whatever this game's subtitle is to be called is somewhat of a spoiler, allegedly. So that's why they are keeping it secret. I don't know about that. That seems kind of weird to me. Because it's not like... It's not like uh, Zelda subtitles have ever really been, like, pertinent to the plot. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're usually either objects in the game, like Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask or Phantom Hourglass or whatever. Um, or they're usually people in the game, like Twilight Princess or, like, uh, uh, that's the only one I can think of right now. Uh, maybe Minish Cap. Um, Breath of the Wild was certainly, you know, not really of anything particular in the game that was more so just the feel of the game but like i i just don't think that like the subtitle really has anything to do with with plot points like this isn't star wars where you're just like the the naming conventions have kind of been like return of the jedi or like uh you know the revenge of the sith where it's kind of like on the nose telling you like the general you know happenings of the movie zelda's never really been that way so i actually i'm not sure I don't know if I buy that, actually, but the the entire quote here is, uh, and this is from Bill Trinan. Um, As for why we're holding back on the name, you'll just have to stay tuned because obviously Zelda names are kind of important. Those subtitles, they start to give little bits of hints about maybe what's going to happen. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be shorthand and it's natural for people to want to find a shorthand way to frame it. We're still calling it the sequel to Breath of the Wild. So, I don't know. I, I feel like that is... Uh, I, I don't know if that's uh, legit or on the up and up there. I totally believe that it's legit. I mean, say what you will that you don't think the uh, titles give um, like credence to what's happening in the plot. But I mean, if you really think about it, if you're told Ocarina of Time, you're going to assume that you're time traveling in a game or that it has something to do with time. Um, if you're getting Wind Waker, you're going to like think it has something to do with wind which it did it was a huge deal with wind um i just think that people are very good at speculating what uh zelda what is going to happen in zelda games now obviously a lot of theories are wrong but sometimes there are people that are really on point and i feel like if they give us the title now a year and a half before they intend to release the game a lot of people are going to be able to guess what the heck is going on Especially if it has anything to do with the hand, if it has anything to do with Ganondorf, if it has anything to do with the sky people or the sky civilization, you know, you're going to be like, okay, cool, we're going to go meet new sky people. In this but we, you but know we, what are, I mean? we already I assume like... that. We already, we already yeah. assume we're going to meet sky people. Because they showed us I'm the sky. Saying, I'm just saying that if they give us the title, then there's way more that we could guess from it. I don't know. I'm not buying this. All right, so so a lot of people, I've seen tons of people say over the last, uh, God, two days only. It feels like forever ago that this trailer came out, but it's only been two days. I've seen tons of people just be like, this is going to be like The Legend of Zelda, The Rise of Demise, or The Curse of Demise, or Demise is Coming Back, or something like that. Man, mm-hmm. I I just like could not see that at all. Like I, That's such a on-the-nose, like literal title like it feels like a star wars title it doesn't feel like a zelda title zelda titles are always a little bit more um subtle i guess um so i just i just don't i just don't see that um i don't see that happening but you know i I mean whatever I, i think i'm just crotchety because i want to stop calling it the sequel to breath of the wild and just know 
what we're calling it. I, you know, I guess it, it makes sense that they wouldn't want to call it. it. Let's say that, let's say that this game does have something to do with the sky, uh, which it obviously looks like it. Maybe they're holding it back because we've got Skyward Sword imminently coming out and they don't want to confuse people. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. I know a lot of people are very convinced that uh, this is going to be Zonai related. I don't know about that yet. Um, possibly. Yeah, I we'll don't see. think so. Uh, um, I, I personally am okay with not having the title. I know a lot of people are pretty uppity about it, but like, I really liked when they announced the title, um, you know, in 2016 and then it, it felt like the game was, uh, closer, you know, and we're like, okay, now we know the title, the game's coming out, you know, closer. Of course they delayed it again so that it would come out on the switch, but you know what I mean? It's better when it's like closer at hand. That way you have something to look forward to over the next, you know, however many months, year and a half possibly, right? You have something to look forward to. Okay, we have the, uh, the title to look forward to. We have the release date to look forward to. Now we have the game to look forward to. If you're just giving us the title now, a year and a half ahead of time, what is there to look forward to? Except for maybe a few seconds of footage here and there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I want the title and, and like... I, you know, so obviously, like, obviously this is a great trailer, um, but mm-hmm. I do feel like after I was coming down from the high of E3 and in all that that entailed, I did just kind of, I, I don't know how to say this properly, but I was just like, I feel like we really didn't see a lot. And for two years, I feel like we could have seen a little bit more or just learned something because like. We, we kind of know what some of the elements of this game is going to be. Obviously, the hand is going to play a big deal in it. Obviously, the sky is going to play a big deal in it. But I don't know. I, I still felt like two years later, it wasn't quite the the unveiling that I hoped that it would be. Um, and maybe I was just psyching myself up a little bit unrealistically. But I, I was just kind of like, ah, you know, like a, this this really wasn't a whole lot. And I feel like I'm still in the same starting position as i was so you know take that for what you will i'm just i'm just kind of you know I, I just want it now and i want to know now so i'm just probably i'm probably throwing tantrum I'm wondering, here but i'm wondering if metroid has anything to do with how you think of this because if you didn't get any of the metroid news you were hoping for you know and you didn't get as much footage as you did for metroid dread you know would you would your uh opinion be any different about what you saw with breath of the wild 2 no i i don't think so i if, if anything actually metroid made breath of the wild 2 a little bit easier to swallow because i would have felt less disappointed because at least i got metroid you know what i'm saying <sighs> okay i'm more positive i'm like that is so cool that they gave us something after two years instead of you know give us the dang name and give us the release date you know what i mean um I just feel maybe it is really definitive, like, uh, you know, indicative of, that's the word I'm looking for, of when it's going to be released. If it was being released sooner, they probably would have given us the name and a, mm-hmm. the release date. So it, yeah. maybe they're just biding their time. Yeah, I I feel like uh, I feel like this is probably coming out in November. I feel like it's probably going to be like the big, like the big game again at E3 for next year. And, uh, you know, at least there is a ton of cool stuff to play in between, but, oh man, I want, I just want some, some Breath of the Wild 2 story details, man, because this trailer was like, was like a nice little appetizer, but now I want my supper, you know? 
It's been two years, Allison. I want supper. Typical Zelda fans. Needy, needy, needy. Oh, that is very true. Um, okay, Al, anything that you want to uh, <laughs> that you want to talk about here before we get out of here and put a bow on this trailer analysis? Um, final thoughts. I even though I said Zelda dies, I don't think it's permanent. You know, she could come back. Link basically died a hundred years before Breath of the Wild, so I mean, it could happen. But I remember talking about things that could come up in Breath of the Wild 2 on a past episode. And somebody asked if Sheik might return. Maybe this is a way she can return. You know, maybe she's got to be in disguise for some reason. She goes down in a cave and maybe she needs to pretend like she died. Or some nonsense like that. Who knows? It would be really cool though. Um, also, I think that the green stuff is our friend. Not a bad guy. And... Um, the sky looks very interesting. I think it's a whole new civilization that we get to explore. And I think we'll see some returning themes like items, dungeons, and etc. Well, we have, uh, we have a lot to look forward to. Um, Nintendo has said that they're going to trickle information out over the next couple months and over the next year. So there's going to be a lot to talk about for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, next week... We want to hear your Breath of the Wild 2 questions. We are going to do a Q&A. We want, we want your questions. We want your theories. We want it all. Go and get at us over on uh, Discord, over on Twitter, at Spateri316, at Allison Letha. Throw us your theories. Throw us your questions. Throw us anything that you think from this trailer, and we will go ahead and give you our two cents. That's going to be next week. Um, wow, it feels... You know, I you know I, I know I was just complaining, but it does feel so nice to have some new Breath of the Wild 2 content and new theories beyond that one trailer that we saw two years ago. So really can't complain that much. I had a great time breaking this trailer down with you, Al, and I feel like I even learned a thing or two. So thank you very much. Yes, same here. Um, all right, guys. Well, for everyone in the Twitch chat, thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Everybody listening, uh, thank you for for helping the champions cast have a huge week this last e3 week one of our biggest weeks ever really appreciate it um of course you can keep it locked here for more breath of the wild 2 for more zelda we got skyward sword hd thoughts coming up in the next couple weeks uh make sure that you're checking out facebook all that good stuff uh and subscribe over on twitch um that's it we are going to get out of here uh of course we want you to head on over to podbean itunes spotify wherever you get your podcast, like, and subscribe, and uh, tell that Zelda fan in your life where they can get their Zelda fix. Uh, and of course, check us out over on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. And we are out of time, but we will see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>